when we when I said that our president had confiscated the savings accounts from Brazilians in the 90s mm -hmm. to control the inflation they did almost the same thing that El Salvador did but we didn't go to dollars we uh, paired our currency to dollar for two years and then that was hell and then gave up the pairing after two years and that's why it keeps devaluating faster than the dollar because our central bank uh, continued to print they never stopped printing right so that's why i think that bitcoin can be adapt adopted by anyone brazilians argentinians uh, anywhere in the world to protect from this phenom phenomenon and i think that even if brazil got together with the BRICS, with china or any other block they will not stop printing money they will not stop devaluating the currencies to pay the government uh, debts and finance their political interests. So that's why I recur to Bitcoin always in the final of my final phrase. Welcome to another episode of Bitcoiner, the podcast for Bitcoiners from El Salvador and to world basically <laughs> so today we have here uh carol sousa she's from brazil so thank you for being here thank you for your time and welcome thank you very much juan it's a pleasure to be here to talk about bitcoin to everyone so salvador and to the world thank you very much uh so maybe uh for a start uh i would like the for people that don't know you because of you know, this space are, is really big and we're a lot of Bitcoiners. Not enough, but we're a lot of Bitcoiners. So maybe if we can uh, start the podcast, maybe you can introduce yourself, like talking a little bit about your background and, uh, well, I don't know if you have any hobbies or so. And then little by little, we will go into Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> so My name is Carol Souza. I'm from Brazil. And I have an educational project here called Area Bitcoin. And we have content all over the internet, free articles, videos, and everything to help Orange Peel Brazilians. We have Portuguese content, and we are studying English content as well right now. I started into Bitcoin in 2017 in a bull run. the first mm -hmm. time I, I bought Bitcoin. I was a dentist at the time. You you were a dentist. I can't believe no, it. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I started in 2017. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That would be too much coincidence. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> okay, and um, I first bought uh, 2017. And I forgot about Bitcoin until the end of 2018. And that's when I was trying to accept Bitcoin in the clinic I had. I wanted to accept Bitcoin from the clients, from the customers, from the patients. And I started to study a lot about Bitcoin with my partner, Kaka, that was also my partner in the clinic and is my partner in Area Bitcoin. We started to study Bitcoin and how to accept it. And we were evolving into our educational process. And we thought about maybe there's other merchants, other people that does business or dentists that want to accept Bitcoin as well. Let's help them. Let's create content about merchants that accept Bitcoin. At that time, Lightning was not so much popular than it's now than it is now. Most of the 
payments and the process were on chain. And that's how we started trying to help other merchants to accept Bitcoin. And then we noticed that people needed to understand everything about money, why fiat is bad, why the devaluation of fiat money is bad. And they needed to learn everything to keep into the rabbit hole. So that's how we started. We started to create content about how to asset Bitcoin, what is money, what is Bitcoin, all the concepts behind Bitcoin. And it was around 2019. It's mm -hmm. four years from now. The project grew a lot. Now we're pretty happy that Brazilians are uh, learning about Bitcoin and the project grew. And that's why I'm here talking to you because uh, I love Bitcoin. I gave up dentistry. And now I only uh, teach about Bitcoin to everyone that I can reach. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, I have two questions that uh, I'm really curious because uh, you mentioned that you're a dentist also. How, uh, this is what fascinates me that everyone comes from different uh, backgrounds, right? So you don't need actually to be an economist or engineer or or so, or, or even politician, right? So... How how you from your career of dentist do you discover Bitcoin and uh, maybe maybe when was your aha moment so you switch and dedicate your now your career for on on this? Yeah, what you said is amazing because I was a dentist, but everyone uses money, so money is what connects us. At that time, I was trying to not to invest and not be devaluated by our fiat system. And I was learning how every, how I could keep my wealth power. And then I got into Bitcoin in 2017. And then I discovered that Bitcoin was a currency and I could accept uh, in my clinic. So that's what connected me. When I discovered that Bitcoin was always uh, was all, um, a currency as well, not just an investment like, I don't know, any other one. Mm -hmm. So everyone uses money. So even being a dentist, I understood what Bitcoin was and I uh, visualized Bitcoin as a tool to help me to connect to other people and to accept straightly. I, I didn't, I understand, understood that I didn't have to go into an exchange to buy Bitcoin. I wanted to accept directly from the, uh, the patients. So that's why anyone can connect their business to Bitcoin and everyone uses money and everyone can uh, adopt Bitcoin as, as money, as a, a reserve asset, as anything, as a, a network where they can develop their skills, they can become a developer as well. So you can connect to Bitcoin in a lot of areas. So to me, it was as a payment system to get out of the fiat system and to uh, start straight from the patients without passing through a credit card or POS system that at the time was pretty expensive to me. I was angry with the uh, POS machines from the banks because it took a lot of fees from me. So that's why I recurred to Bitcoin to don't have to pay a lot of fees from these uh, POS machines. And at the time, Kaka, already my partner in the clinic in our, in our Bitcoin, uh, also get... Uh, amazed by the possibility to don't use a POS machine and go straight to Bitcoin to a currency that we can receive and keep to ourselves and don't use all of the banking and the fiat currencies. So that's why I think that even being a dentist, you are a merchant, you 
uh, offer some kind of product or service. And that's why anyone can connect to Bitcoin. Absolutely, yeah. And and, and also agreed about that. Uh, but I'm, I'm really curious because in Brazil, uh, there are, I, I don't know exactly the, uh, the, stat the statistics, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you are around 240 million inhabitants. And, uh, uh, but I know that most of you have access to internet and financial services. So how does it, how's the, the situation? I mean, in the, in terms of regulation about uh, bit, well, actually I have two questions. One about Bitcoin and the, do the government separate, separate it from cryptos? Because, you know, that that's the main mess around the world that they put it in the same basket, right? And that's why they have all this regulation that they're not accurate and then happens what happens, right? Yeah, Brazil, uh, it's advanced in some points and too late in other points. So we are the seventh place in the world in Bitcoin adoption. So the population, mm. people are really interested in Bitcoin. I think that's because of our history as a country that already passed through hyperinflation. We already had nine currencies in the last uh, 100 years. Most of them just changed the name, did some kind of rebranding, just cutting the zeros and calling another name for the, for the money, for the Brazilian money. Mm. Right now we are in hell. Hell has uh, 27 years, but already lost 86% of its purchase power. So in Brazil, we have a movement of people trying to keep wealth. So they are learning to invest and Bitcoin comes with also this proposition to keep Brazilian wealth. They are we are recurring to a lot of mechanisms, mechanisms to try to get out of the fiat uh, devaluation. But our government regulates and mix with all of the other cryptos. So our regulation is um, it's, a mess. Uh, it's a mess and trying to <laughs> connect as a as a, a thing that should be uh, KYC, true exchanges, mm -hmm. our stocks exchange will sell Bitcoin and other kind of tokens. They are integrating with other uh, protocols as well. But mixing everything because this makes sense for them to keep everything the same path to try to to regulate and brazil brazil is also creating a cbdc so i think that when they launch the cbdc maybe regulation will be more, more clear so what is a cbdc where's the role or the paper of bitcoin in all of this if they will separate from the other cryptos what we are seeing that is complete completely messed up mixed with other cryptos and trying to make the fiat system be the, the one responsible for people to get access to Bitcoin through ETFs, through banks and all the fiat system as well. But Brazilians are really, really interested. They are uh, curious, they are trying to reach out, they are perceiving the, the inflation and the necessity to connect to Bitcoin as a non-correlated asset to the um, fiat system and as well the movement of um, a medium of payments where the Brazilians can exchange peer-to-peer -peer without the necessity of intermediaries. Oh, okay, I know. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious that also you have uh, a Bitcoin beach, right, in, in Brazil. <laughs> and uh, how how goes it? It's, it's really similar, similar to Al Sante and... Uh, 
is there on any other areas that are working like in a bitcoin circular economy just like that one for example yeah we have a, a bitcoin beach that uh -huh. is inspired in the in el salvador bitcoin beach is i didn't get there yet i want to go it's the, in the city uh -huh. of jericoacoara it's uh -huh. uh, a place there is they are helping a lot of merchants to accept bitcoin and they are teaching the kids in the schools to exchange bitcoin for fruits for vegetables and they are teaching all all the merchants across the city to use bitcoin and i don't know if you saw the map where there's a lot of bitcoin beaches across the world uh yes. bitcoin beach is one of them so it's a great job they are doing and also helping to bring this concept as bitcoin as a currency as a medium of exchange and i think it is connected to other uh, bitcoin beaches across the world and there's other projects being developed that here in brazil with the same mindset mindset to help communities to learn about bitcoin to receive in bitcoin to negotiate bitcoin and create this uh, pose of knowledge and circular economies so i didn't get there yet to talk about with more property of how it works what they are doing but mm -hmm. i am uh, seeing that it's a great job and they are pre-inspired by El Salvador Bitcoin Beach. Okay, cool. Uh, so let me let me explain to explain to our audience uh, really quick what Bitcoin Beach is. So Bitcoin Beach started in El Salvador. Uh, uh, I don't remember exactly the year, but 2015 or something, or I think earlier. I don't know. Actually, I have to. I had to investigate that to research that. But the thing is that uh, there was a beach that it was very famous for surf surfers, and uh, the ATM machine, the the closest ATM machine was like five miles away or so. So and um, people, especially the surfers, got to struggle to to pay rights and to go to the ATM machine and and pay in cash and everything. So. Uh, there, there was one man that got did the payment did an anonymous uh payment uh, donation uh to El Salvador so they will they will give an alternative right uh, Bitcoin economy and and then suddenly and Jack Myers that is the CEO of Strike one day just saw that uh there was a lot of downloads in, in about in in his in his app that it was a strike and uh he was really curious like what's going on right because he was like a lot of a lot of downloads in uh in just short of time so uh he went to El Salvador he met Bukele and he was like what happened here what is going on and then and then Bukele already knew what's what was going on by the, by that time and so he went to Bitcoin Beach and saw that people were um doing this experiment right to try to use uh, a Bitcoin circular economy. And in fact, El Sante grew up in in the economy and tourism and everything. So uh, Bukele saw the potential of that. And that's why we made a real tender a few uh, years ago. So that's the main experiment also in Brazil, right? In the Bitcoin beach. Yeah, Jericoacoara also had the problem of uh, a low banking system structure the merchants didn't have access to banking uh, systems and ATMs. So it's um, 
a community community that needed this solution and bitcoiners were there and developed the circular economy and it's amazing to see how it's flourishing across the world in a lot of communities as well absolutely that, that's the thing that i be, i believe that uh i think that yeah, in order to have a bitcoin adoption you just it, it does it, it, it won't come from uh, a huge uh empire like united states or china or russia you know it has to be where people need it and that's when they will see the potential of their needs and that's how it will expand and i think it's what's happening right now right and uh yeah. oh, i'm sorry no no you're totally right i also believe that it will be bottom up not top down so it depends on us to develop uh, the mindset, the Bitcoin mindset, and help people to connect to Bitcoin. So totally agree. Absolutely. And uh, you also mentioned that, that you were developing uh, a CBDC. I, I heard a bit about it. That is the, the real digital, right? So, but currently it's on development. So uh, I don't know if people know the... Uh, what it, it will imply to, to their life and everything. Uh, I don't know how conscious people are about CBDCs. And uh, well, now that we're talking a, a bit, uh, maybe you can explain to, to people in your own terms, what are CBDCs and maybe what is the difference between CBDCs and, and Bitcoin, right? Sure. Uh, CBDC, it's a central bank digital currency. So it's a currency from the central banks. So it's basically fiat, it's a digital fiat, right? So the central banks create a currency, they create, for example, dollars, reais, the Brazilian currency. Until now, it only happened through, through banking system to be digital or in paper notes, but uh, Brazilian central bank, USA central banks, and Actually, a lot of, of central banks across the world are creating their own CBDCs to compete with Bitcoin because Brazilian central bank also uh, say that a couple of years ago that they were creating a CBDC so people could uh, adopt it and it would be better than Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is totally different from a CBDC because it's not correlated to a central bank. It's a decentralized currency, a decentralized network, a decentralized system that don't depend of uh, governments, don't depend on, on banks. Um, anyone can access is worldwide, is borderless, it's um, a scarce currency as well that has the best monetary properties and has a lot of uh, characteristics and features that fiat currencies don't have. But I see that in Brazil, uh, most of the population and people still don't know to differentiate Bitcoin from CBDCs or even from other currencies, crypto, for example, it, it's all mixed up. And for me, the, the main uh, problem about it is that we didn't have yet in the world a decentralized currency, a decentralized system. So it's difficult to know the difference, right? But for me, it becomes clear when we revive all of the problems of the fiat system, like the hyperinflation, the loss of purchase power. This will happen to CBDC as well because it's a centralized currency. Governments will print or will create more digital currencies when they need to pay their own debts or when they 
need to to print money to financiate uh, political interests, right? So mm. um, I think people will know more the different difference through leaving uh, the CBDCs just like they leave it in the other fiat problems. In Brazil, we had hyperinflation. In the 90s, we had, in the beginning of the 90s, we had a confiscation from the baking savings accounts from people. Mm -hmm. So the president at the time, President Collor, mm -hmm. from one day to another, he decided that it would be a um, holiday. They closed the bank accounts and Brazilian couldn't withdraw their, their own money from their savings accounts. Mm -hmm. This already happened in Brazil. So it's in our history. So I think that with, with time, we'll revive all of those stuffs, but through CBDCs. And we'll notice the big difference between Bitcoin and CBDCs or any kind of uh, fiat currency, because you can't uh, forbid anyone to send or receive Bitcoin. It's decentralized. You don't have gatekeepers. You don't have banks. You don't have um, centralized system that... Uh, that uh, lets the central government does this kind of stuff. Absolutely. And before the Hell Gital, that is our CBDC that will be launched next year, 2024, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. right now is in the test phase. They are testing how it will work. Some people are uh, being invited to participate in the pilot of the of this system. And uh, But before the CBDC, our central bank launched something called PIX, that is okay. um, a system that mm -hmm. is from the central bank and people access through banks of digital payments instantly without uh, uh, time, without, it's 24-7 to compete with Bitcoin and other uh, mechanisms. They launched mm -hmm. it in 2021, if I'm not wrong with, in the dates. But it's what, it was like a test for a CBDC. It would be something like FedNow they are trying to launch in the USA. Mm -hmm. But it's from the central banks to the central bank to the to the banks. And with CBDC will be a currency from the central bank without the need for um, a banking account, for example. So I think that Brazilians are going to learn this through time. There's a lot of Bitcoiners here in Brazil teaching it. So it's amazing to see how Brazilian has a lot of Bitcoiners everywhere. We find Brazilians teaching and helping and developing Bitcoin. But we also have uh, a little bit of difficulty to understand the difference of the properties like any population in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I didn't know the history and I'm glad that you told me because I, I, I didn't know exactly what what happened in, in brazil and uh so i i have told this story and uh, in a couple of episodes but it, it happened something similar in el salvador uh that we were trying to escape from the main reason that we got dollars and we stopped using colon colons colons uh it was because uh we're going through experience uh and hyperinflation most likely what happened to your country or the, the corralito that happens in Argentina. So one of the solutions by that time in 2001, I think, um, by the the government of that time, they they switched to the dollar. That's why we got the dollars. And uh, But, you know, the, uh, the savings from our grandparents and 
or parents uh, to, or everyone that, that they were saving their their money through their entire lives was cut by uh, almost nine because the valuation it was like eight point seventy five. So it was it was like they were basically stealing to everyone and uh, yeah, in somehow they stop the hyperinflation but i mean it, it was the thing is that with fiat money is that it seems stable right and in the in the short term but in the long term it got devaluated so now that's why we are experiencing uh, uh hyperinflation around around the world and governments are printing more money that's the main thing of, of fiat but and i always i wanted to ask you sorry about uh I don't know much about this topic. Maybe you do, and if you do, uh, maybe you can share with us your thoughts about uh, the BRICS. I know that they are working in Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Even if they ask, uh, they are working on on a new currency, right? I don't know if, if it will be a, a CBDC or so, but uh, I don't know, or just as economic uh, stuff, or what are what are your thoughts about it? Uh, they want to. They want to create a, a CBDC. It's not clear how it will work because Brazil will have um, a CBDC, but this CBDC, this Brazilian CBDC, how digital will be for the population. But the BRICS want to create a CBDC to exchange between the BRICS, Brazil, mm -hmm. uh, Russia, uh, India, China, and South, South Africa. We are seeing this movementation of a lot of countries trying to negotiate without the, the dollar, negotiating mm -hmm. in other currencies. So this is a movement that is happening and BRICS are, are a grouping together. So they are talking about to uh, maybe to become the dollar hegemony more uh, weak. So we are mm -hmm. seeing these movements of Russia, China, even Brazilian president Lula talked about using a CBDC and to don't depend of US dollars. So we are seeing a huge movement and a fragmentation fragmentation from the world alliances and BRICS are coming together. If this is going to work, I don't know. I see Probably that China not. is <laughs> yeah, China is uh, leading the narrative and leading these movements and leading the alliances. And liking that um, theory from Ray Dalio that China would be the next uh, mm -hmm. world power. Mm -hmm. But let's see what will happen. But Brazil is, at least right now, it's aligned with this with this block. But let's see what will happen. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things happening in the same time. There's uh, war, G7 also getting together or not, fragmentating. We have Brazil that changed its president so a lot of things are changing around here as well we have this cbdc and we have an alliance with argentina as well to create some kind of common currency to uh, mm -hmm. negotiate argentina that is uh, totally hyperinflated and 96 percent uh, i think yeah so how can we do business with a country that's that their own currency is lost almost uh, lost all the purchase power so how would be this relation to brazil how we can have a common currency with some country that is in hyperinflation so there's a lot of things happening right now i see that 
only Bitcoin can be something that we can relate to keep our purchase power. Because as we were talking before, all of the fiat currencies devaluate. Dollar is devaluating slower. But uh, real, Argentina peso, all the other currencies in countries uh, in development are devaluating faster. In, exactly. Dollar has 100 years and it already devaluated 96%. But how is 27 years and devaluated 86, 86%. So oh. we are devaluating way much faster. When we when I said that our president had confiscated the savings accounts from Brazilians in the 90s, mm -hmm. to control the inflation, they did almost the same thing that El Salvador did. But we didn't go to dollars. We uh, paired our currency to dollar for two years. And then mm -hmm. that was hell. And then gave up the pairing after two years. And that's why it keeps devaluating faster than the dollar because our central bank uh, continued to print. They never stopped printing, right? So that's why I think that Bitcoin can be ad adopted by anyone, Brazilians, Argentinians, uh, anywhere in the world to protect from this phenom phenomenon. And I think that even if Brazil got together with the BRICS, with China or any other bloc, they will not stop printing money. They will not stop devaluating the currencies to pay the government uh, debts and finance their political interests. So that's mm -hmm. why I recur to Bitcoin, always in the final of my final phrase. Absolutely. No, that's true because uh, that's one thing that I uh, specifically I'm against uh, BRICS because uh, if uh, so, China is doing this stuff, but they have this system, right? That uh, I don't know exactly the name, the behavior system or social system. I don't know, but that they apparently get rewarded if you have a good behavior. But basically, is that if you do what the government demands, right? A credit so, score system, right? Credit score system. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, so yeah and uh that's the main thing and that's what they are currently trying to develop uh, all around the world even here in in europe they're trying to they're implementing their own cbdc they are uh, they want to switch it to the digital euro euro and uh that's the main thing that also wants to, to do united states right so but that's the topic that uh, bitcoin doesn't do any of this you don't you don't need to be uh you don't need to do what the government says and uh is and that doesn't imply that you're, that you're uh someone that do i know money laundry or whatever no just there are normal people that you just want to do whatever you want you if you want to travel let's travel if you want to eat meat then eat meat right but uh they are trying to do anything like to make you feel that you're doing something bad when you're simply living your life freely <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that, that's the main danger of a CBDC, um, to connect with behavior statistics, right? So when the gov if the government decides if something if you're doing something bad that they don't agree, they can punish you and cut you from the system. So mm -hmm. this is authoritarian an authoritarian system. And as you said, you don't have to be a criminal or something like that. You're just Maybe you just don't agree with some political decisions or with something silly sometimes, like, uh, I don't know, to travel or uh, anything. And <laughs> they can cut you off from the from the system. So 
Give her a makeup why so You can't protest. Mm-hmm. We have seen so much examples of uh, people being cut off from the banking systems for protesting. Imagine with a CBDC that the, the government can cut you off, not the banking that is intermediary. The orders come straight from the banks. So this is an authoritarian system and Bitcoin don't have this kind of connections or something. Someone saying that, oh, poor can't, can't use Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin is there. You can use it just like air, just like water, <laughs> just like gravity. Yeah, exactly. That, actually, that's one of the main things that uh, I try to explain to other Salvadorians uh, that uh, I, I said Salvadorians because we are the ones that are trying to use every single day because it's level tender, but especially anyone in the world. But um, that's the main thing that I say that I don't know why uh, the few people that are against uh, our current government, uh, they try to to politicize that and i was like but it doesn't have to deal with politics yes but no because i said that even even if bukele continues or not uh, they gave us bitcoin and uh, even if he wants to do anything he he even can stop bitcoin anyone can stop bitcoin so if another government comes and says you don't you you won't use bitcoin yeah try to stop me right <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I think that's the main tool that uh, we had, and that's the main tool that we want to people know, because that's another thing that I think is misunderstood, that people think that Bitcoiners will try to force people to use Bitcoin. And it's just, no, it's just to make you realize that we have this other tool that eventually, if if not right now, you will see that you will need it for your own needs, right? So for example in my country was that most people didn't have access to uh, financial services or a bank account so that was the main solution bitcoin right right away with a phone and internet so you have it right there yeah you don't have to wait for your government to adopt bitcoin for you to adopt bitcoin so even if the future countries will adopt it for because they will have to like in the recent theories of like hash wars or they will need to compete for hashes or something like that uh, even if that happened uh, or before it that happened anyone can adopt bitcoin so this is the the good thing about bitcoin no one can stop you and anyone can access access absolutely i i'm really curious because uh when we were talking uh before before this the podcast started you mentioned that you want to El Salvador, so you went to the conference? Yeah, I went two times. I went oh, cool. uh, in 2021 for the first Adopting Bitcoin and LaBitConf. Mm-hmm. And last year as well, I mm-hmm. went there. It It's amazing to see the differences, how much the CD grew and how much people were more um, adapted to Bitcoin to talk about Bitcoin than in the first time that I went there. And I hope mm-hmm. that uh, it keeps growing, right? And I think that El Salvador will... Uh, develop way much faster than other countries through this path and bringing tourism, bringing um, companies, facilitating uh, Bitcoin companies as well, taking off some taxes for helping to develop the um, ecosystem. I think that everything that El Salvador is doing, it's being a good example for other countries, how they can absorb Bitcoin and absorb this market and 
for their own benefit from the for the benefit of the population the merchants the regions and to develop faster oh so so you went to all center so do you use the do you sorry do you, do you experience the bitcoin silk road economy right <laughs> you, you said yeah. and i no go ahead sorry no, it was. I was going to say that it, it was amazing to see everywhere a uh, spot with a Bitcoin logo, a step Bitcoin, <laughs> Bitcoin through Lightning, and to use it not just in the city but also in the beach in different uh, ambient ambients. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that was. I was going to tell you that that uh, I know that not just also uh, they were also the capital and. Uh, well, uh, a few weeks ago, I talked with John Dennehy, that is, that is the one that founded uh, Mi Primero Bitcoin, my first Bitcoin diploma. And he, he told me that I, I love his strategy because he told me that the teachers are not foreigners, uh, are Salvadorians from uh, well, several places from Salvador. And uh, they teach them, they learn, or even their they they even know bitcoin and want to contribute right so they go to the place that they live uh, the department or the state that they live because he told me something important that is that they are the only people that know how to pass the message the message because uh you know what are the needs right in the in the place that you're living in so i think that's important to know how to how to start orange peeling people right besides the besides the need that's perfect because I, I think for us bitcoiners we study a lot bitcoin for too much time and then we create like a, i don't know a script in our minds of how to explain bitcoin but maybe the the simplest way or maybe the more assertive way maybe to to connect with the points that makes more sense for each individual so this agrees with what you're saying so the local communities know their necessities and know how to what are the points and make people see bitcoin as a available tool available uh, uh, thing for them to to use in their daily lives as a paying mechanism or as a sort of value so i think this is crucial to have local people that know how to to talk bitcoin because some people, like we were talking in the beginning, some people will connect as a payment system, some people through their careers, some people through uh, coding. So each person has their sensitive, sensitive points to Bitcoin to enter, right? And through the communities, you can uh, show in their real lives how, to, how Bitcoin can change their lives and can help them in practice. Absolutely. So... Uh, that's why my next question is that now that you're you're Brazilian and I know most of my friends are from Brazil, how will you explain to them uh, what is Bitcoin? Imagine that they don't know some some know a bit about Bitcoin, but maybe yes, you can help me to start orange peeling them. So maybe you can explain by your own terms what is Bitcoin. <laughs> right now, depends on the time when you ask me this question, right? But right now, I would say that uh, Bitcoin is a life vest. Everything is drowning. The currency is drowning. The business are drowning. The wages are drowning. And there's not too much place to hide. 
I would talk about the hyperinflation in the past, the inflation we had so bigger in the last year that was around 12%. And every, everyone noticed the prices on the shelves uh, getting higher. And I would say, do you remember when the price of rice, the price of meat was higher, you became poorer. You couldn't uh, keep the same quality of life with the uh, fiat money. So Bitcoin helps you to don't suffer all these effects from the fiat system and help you in the long term to don't lose this purchase power. Uh, maybe this is how I would explain in the, in the first moment, but depending on the moment, I would talk about uh, censorship resistance. We're suffering it a lot right now in Brazil with the media uh, uh, and politics fighting over the narratives, one trying to censor another. And Noster would be a good tool as well to explain Bitcoin. Here in Brazil, we use a lot of social media as people are really connected. Uh, I think that we are the second place in the world where people spend more time in the internet and connected. So wow. everyone is always in the cell phone. We are really connected around here. So that would be there will be a lot of arguments, but the main one would be the life vest to save from the fiat drowning. Okay, perfect. Noster, uh, for people that still don't know what is Noster, Noster is like uh, Twitter, but it's decentralized and it's made in one of the Bitcoin layers. So they don't collect you any data uh, at all. And uh, it's kind of new, so uh, you should try it, guys, because it's it's really good. It's, it's basically a Twitter, but better. <laughs> There's no censorship. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have central banks controlling the money, for Noster, you don't have big techs controlling the social medias and who can access or no, so it would be the, a good parallel. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And uh, other question that I have is that, have you orange peeled your family? <laughs> Talking a lot about Bitcoin. Yes, uh, <laughs> about each subject. You see, Bitcoin fixes this. Uh, everyone, was, everything was correlated to Bitcoin. So... I think that I orange peel them by um, keep talking about Bitcoin, right? All the time, because I think that's what happens to Bitcoiners. Would you happen in the same way? I don't know. Uh, yes, actually, yes. Um, with my friends also, because, uh, well, I live with two of my friends, so they know that I make podcasts. So from time to time, I... I told them about, they watched the show, but I also, um, before the interview, I, I talked to them and said, like, I'm going to interview this person. And the, the most amazing thing is that none of them are related, right? Like what I told you at the beginning, that some are economists, they're a dentist, some are politicians, some are teachers. So they're the best of quantity of people. And um my parents are all orange pills and my sister, but uh, I think the best way is that eventually, I don't know if friends or family will see that there's not a specific niche of person that uh, you can be whatever you are, your specialization, your professional career, but still eventually you will go to, to you will enter to the rabbit hole and be on, the, on Bitcoin, right? The Bitcoin ecosystem. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes takes one, two, three, four tries, but in the, I don't know, sixth or seventh, something will click poof, and we'll start the process. So um, for me, I think that took three or 
two times hearing about Bitcoin. Kaka told me about Bitcoin 2013. She tried to, to buy and she couldn't. She got into a website that was ugly. seemed like some hack would go into her phone and she gave up. She didn't bought. So that was the first time I heard about Bitcoin. Ah, okay. Forgot about it. And then in the second, in the third, then I, I in 2017, got the click to, to try to buy it for the first time. Cool. And uh, what do you think are the the main challenges to, I, I don't know if, I don't know if, if it is in the plans of the government to adopt Bitcoin uh like legal tender but if not what are the main challenges to to adopt bitcoin like 100 like my country is doing i know that is still in development we have it like a little tender but people are still uh, in the need to understand fully so they and and the best way i think uh to understand it is to use it in the daily basis right so what do you think are the main challenges uh, talking about brazil and maybe if you can share your thoughts like worldwide okay i think that more uh, the challenge is to orange pill people because i agree that uh, the change will come from the top down uh sorry from from the bottom up i inverted mm -hmm. from the bottom <laughs> up and through this process some people that maybe will be in the government or in the politicians, some of they will embrace the Bitcoin mentality and maybe will bring the, the Bitcoin mindset and a Bitcoin law. For now, non-politician in Brazil has this mindset. All of them are fiat and trying to uh, keep the fiat system, right? That's why I think that it's from the bottom up and with time, some uh, someone will try to create a Bitcoin law or the process of hash wars or other countries adopting Bitcoin, it will bring a domino effect that eventually all the countries will adopt it. But to be the, the second, the third or after El Salvador, I think Brazil is a little bit farther from, from that and will come from the people. If it comes, comes from the people and from our fiat system uh, devaluating and people noticing they need Bitcoin as we're seeing in a lot of countries like we're seeing in Argentina that it's our neighbor that people are adopting faster because of necessity I think that necessity just like when we hear all the stories in the past I study recently Weimar in Germany how people run to gold to protect themselves when the, mark, the German mark collapsed the, the Weimar mark collapsed Mm -hmm. So I think that a similar process may happen, may happen, and I think that that will accelerate the process because it becomes obvious, right? I think that people people do stuff when they are obvious. It can be obvious from them wanting to learn, or some friend coming and orange peeling, or the reality. If you are becoming poorer, you'll try to save yourself, and you will find alternatives. And Bitcoin is there, and is the main alternative that will help people to keep their purchase power. So I think that will be the bottom up. And I don't see Brazilian government doing any movements to bring a Bitcoin law. But in my city, Porto Alegre, 
some legislators created a celebrating date. I think that is 6 May this month. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know if it's right, okay? But mm -hmm. we celebrate the pizza day in my city. So Ooh. there are some legislators there bringing Bitcoin to discussion and trying to create this Bitcoin mindset. But from the main gestures, the presidential and the Congress and the mm -hmm. big politicians, this is a little bit far. And they are more okay. connected to banks and to other fiat system entities. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, it will start with the people actually to make the change. That's how it started in my country. And I think that's how it's going to start in, um, I think in all places, you know, or from where's the need and then it will scale up. And, and that's what happened because it came from the people and Bukele saw this as a tool, as an opportunity. And then he brought Bitcoin. So this is a good example of how I think will happen to other countries. Absolutely, yes. And um, are you going to any conference this year? This year, for now, I have in my Horizon SatsConf. That is a Bitcoin-only conference in Brazil. Had oh, this the, the first uh, episode in last year, in November. It's uh, in the beginning of November, right after or before adopting Bitcoin. So if you want to come to Brazil and do some kind of tour between Brazil and Salvador, there is a conference that is parallel to adopting as well. And is the one I'm going this year for now. I don't know if something changes. Maybe I'll go to another. This year, uh, we're planning a lot of projects to create a lot of contents. And last year, we went to a lot of conferences. This year, we're most focusing in uh, working and internal projects. Cool, cool. And you? <laughs> Me, I want to go yeah. to, to Prague. There's one in Prague. And uh, I want to go to El Salvador, but as I mentioned, you my my family is coming. So, but I want to go next year uh, to adopting Bitcoin uh, conference uh, because I want to I want to see the change. I I think that mean that I'm not living there, so I, I think I think that I will see like a lot of changes in the matter of two three years. But because I have some friends or people that, that I know from El Sante that uh, and they told me that in not just in El Sante or the capital that uh, there are changes, right? So people are, are using Bitcoin. There are other friends that told me, no, but that is disappearing. And I was like, all right, but what are you using it? You know, so it depends where you are. But I, I know from Bitcoiners and uh, also other friends that uh the bitcoin adoption continues so i want to i want to see that in person and to experience that yes but i think that is normal because in the when bitcoin was adopted in el salvador we were in a book run exactly. so there's a lot of enthusiasm and a mm. lot of merchants starting to accept and then 2022 the bear market came and some merchants uh, maybe gave up, but it's another process. The important is that it keeps growing, even has the same volatility as price, right? Some merchants adopt, others give up, others came, and through time with uh, more education, it will grow even more. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and back to the conference, I also want to go to 
well, now that you told me Brazil, actually Brazil is in my bucket list, but uh, as I mentioned, wow. most most of my friends are, are from Brazil. And uh, so I have like uh, a lot of places to go right now to, to Brazil, like Sao Paulo, uh, Palutina, and uh, Rio Grande do Sul. So, I live in Porto Alegre, Rio Grande do Sul. Really? So if, you, if you came to Brazil, let me know. All right, perfect. Thank you. So and now I have another one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I want to I want to make the a full tour because I want to go to uh that conference, the Brazil. I want to go to El Salvador. I also want to go to Miami because uh traveling to the other side of the world, we we need time to be there to spend there, not just to go for a few days. I think the the this way to enjoy it is to be like a lot of time there, right? So explain probably yeah. yeah i'm pretty happy we're going to make a bitcoin tour in south yeah, america and also that will be the best uh, that's one of my plans we will see if i can make a blog or something or even make the, the podcast in person and not just yeah uh, yes yeah not just in zoom that i think in person is, is better so so i think uh we will start wrap it up because i think we have like five minutes uh so uh just the questions um uh, any anything that you want to to add about um about your projects or where to find you and uh well and then the other question <laughs> okay uh if you want to find me in area bitcoin you can go to areabitcoin.education it's a english website or areabitcoin.com com.br that it's a portuguese website for portuguese speakers if you you told me you have a lot of uh, brazilian friends so they can choose uh, which sites to to look also we are in youtube area bitcoin we are in twitter area bitcoin my twitter personal it's carol uh, underline uh, bitcoin and that's it you can find if you put area bitcoin in google i think you will find it all right, and perfect. this year, sorry, in this year, mm -hmm. we're going to keep launching a lot of content. We are just launching right now a workshop about mood sigs, where social mood sigs with um, Lisa Nygut, the base from base 58. We are launching a lot of content to help Brazilians to uh, use all the tools that connect with Bitcoin. And that's what we're doing. There's a lot of free articles as well on the site. And to keep track what we are doing, just connect to us into the social medias. Perfect. Actually, that that was my last question. That if well, if you want to add anything else, but it was like, uh, if you have, what are the the main goals that you have for 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 this year? So goals. Yes. A lot of <laughs> them. We want to keep launching um, to connect Bitcoin with a lot of uh, knowledge areas like how we can develop Bitcoin from for merchants to devs, how we can connect Bitcoin. I don't know, nutrition, anything that touches Bitcoin, right? There's a lot of debate uh, about the fiat mindset and the Bitcoin mindset. And I think it it goes through a lot of subjects. subjects. You can connect Bitcoin with everything. So our main goal is to keep growing, to reach more people, to orange peel everyone we can to connect with other bitcoiners worldwide to expand area bitcoin to other languages this year we're going to launch bitcoin in english uh, next next weeks it's going to be on air 
Perfect. And we just launched a research called Anti Research, that is to to create content that is anti. It's a, it's it's not anti research, but it's anti fiat mindset. It's anti Keynes uh, mindset. It's anti the fiat mindset, right? So to not just be like any other research, but we are talking about the Bitcoin mindset and how it connect to more analytic areas as well. And I think that's it. That's a lot of things for this year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That That's a lot of projects. Okay, perfect. So uh, thank you, Carol, for, for your time. Thank you for, for being here. And uh, even if you come to, to, to Spain, well, I live in Barcelona. So there's also a, a Bitcoin community that I haven't meet meet them yet but it's it's in my schedule because i i want to see what how can i uh, do anything for them to to contribute uh but uh i know they make some meetups but uh, here in europe we also do some meetups so you're welcome to come here also <laughs> thank you very much well i love to talk to you thank you for having me here If you come to Brazil as well, let me know. Let's do some Bitcoin tours. There's some places accepting yeah. Bitcoin around here. Um, I will be a SETCONF. If you go there, also I will meet you. And it was a pleasure to talk to you. And if I go to Spain, Spain, you can make sure I will connect as well. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, see you next week, guys. Ciao.